0: And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Panthers Nation Network. Jeff, we're just going to let you go right into it real quick as it is Monday night, November 1st, 8 or 9 p.m. So Jeff has been in mourning all day.
1: trying to make three quick points and we'll move on?
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll, a, a disclaimer, and it jumped to about probably, yeah, I'd say, seven minutes ahead well, to get I mean, the actual I mean, Panthers well, talk.
1: I mean, listen, if you're a football fan, this is this is big. I mean, if you're a football fan, I'll get to it. Number one, you gotta feel just horrible for Derrick Henry. I mean, yeah. the man was gonna make history and 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 who knows how many ways. He was gonna win the rushing title. That was for you know, might have gotten two thousand yards, might have gotten the two thousand yards, might have gotten, gotten the single season rushing record in 17 games, uh breaking t- whatever. Uh you gotta he hum- set
0: he would have set the new record. Right.
1: Humble guy, a very team oriented guy. You know, you've talked to him and stuff. Um, he's like we'll feel horrible for him. I feel horrible for football fans. And you guys know what I'm talking about. There, there are certain guys that wh- whoever your team is, you still root for them and you still want to see them play. People watch the Titans because they want to see that. And, and and we had a front row seat to history, and now it's you know gone away, at least for this season, um, or at least maybe 10 weeks. Eight, I've heard six to 10 weeks, whatever. Um, but with that being said, the football fans – it's it's tough for us. I mean, it, it's history and we had a front row seat now, it's gone. Um, as for my Titans, um, Seantice and I texted a little bit earlier today. Um, Ryan Tannehill, you got a man up? it, it is yeah. now your team. And 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 listen, if I'm Mike Vrabel, if I'm John Robinson, if I'm Amy Adam Strunk, the owner, I'm taking everything that the media said today, because that's all I've watched, and I am putting it on a loop. I'm putting it on billboards. I'm putting it on every iPad in Baptist Sports Park where they have said, and I quote Stephen A. Smith, who I can't handle, they are done. The Super Bowl, don't even mention them. They'll make it to the playoffs because of their division. And then thanks for showing up. You'll be out round one. You're done. Forget it. It's over. It very well may be, but here's the gist. Ryan Tannehill, now is your time to prove yourself and, and be the man. And you know what? This team is still good enough to make uh, some noise. And they you will. Still got, you still and, got A.J. And, Brown. And, and here's the – well, listen, Julio Jones, get healthy, man. You need to be healthy the entire rest of the season. I'm tired of the my leg tw- – no, stop. We got you in there. Go play ball. But here's what you need. I guess you need a veteran who maybe knows what the game situation is. Get your five or seven yards. Um, but as we've said and as we've known – every week, you know, it, it, Derek Henry's a different beast. I mean, he was the Tennessee Titans identity, you know, but we've seen guys, you know, Johnson from Cleveland two weeks ago who ran for 160 some yards or whatever. Um, It's next man up. So this is a chance for, for Ryan Tannehill to go, listen, I'm, a, I'm and I'm the best graphic. And I'm sorry. I apologize for are little kids around. This is Ryan Tannehill's time to stick both middle fingers up and go, Hey, I'm going to get this done and we're going to move on. So, We'll see what happens if best case scenario is they get to the playoffs and he could be back in, and in, for that first round. So be it. But let me just end it with this. If the Titans were to win three of their final nine, okay. Three of their final nine, the Colts would have to win seven of their final nine to get in. And they still got to, they still got to play the Raiders, the bucks, the bills and the um, Cardinals and I'm missing somebody else. So
2: <laughs> to be fair, I mean Carson Wentz is the other quarterback in that. Division. Yeah, so
0: so you're fine.
2: You, you're fine. I think I think your coach yeah. is pretty. I think, I, think, I think you can you can bake on he's gonna he's gonna throw he's gonna throw one away for you. So you guys, you guys well, well. I mean he
1: literally what he did literally. yesterday. What he did yesterday, I have no. And the fact that, and I'm not really worried about our front seven, and we'll move on. I'm not worried about my front seven on defense, but our secondary had three PIs yesterday. Over 45 yards long. Yeah, Three pi's over 45 yards long. And that last one, that game should have been over after the interception. The first, you know, that game should have never gone to overtime. But, and, and let me just, I'll end it with this we move on. People say what they want about Ryan Tannehill. Since he joined the Titans, no NFL quarterback in that time has led more fourth quarter comebacks or more overtime wins than Ryan Tannehill. And you do that by throwing the football. The only thing this changes is the mentality of the Titans. I guess people who play them too. Even when we were down fourteen or twenty-one, we were still handing the ball off. Even though we were down twenty-one, our game plan didn't change. And people, you know, people said, "Hey, we got to stop Derrick Henry." So I think the mindset changes all the way around the board. We'll see how it goes. Unfortunately, we got to play the Rams Sunday night.
0: Um, (laughs) With With the addition. And Von Miller. Of Miller. And I, I mean, uh, my goodness. But you know what?
1: And, and not only Derek Henry, but you know, I, I I'm sorry we're gonna talk about it. Maybe I, I feel bad for Jameis Winston. I do. Yeah, uh, yes. I mean, the, the, you know, he was you know, he, he was having a good time and, and getting some things together. I feel sorry for him, but that's the NFL. Hey, next man up, and that's what I'm we do. So I'm goes.
0: hoping I'm hoping this isn't translate because Jeff they even mentioned it yesterday, we had talked about it before. Derrick Henry was the last kind of hope for for running backs staying healthy. We had seen a running back get put through the ringer year after year after year. And Derrick Henry never shows signs of, you know, any injury. And I'm more – it's not about, you know, oh, like I hope Derrick – it's more so I hope when Derrick does come back, he can put together a full season. Not like Saquon, not like Zeke, not like McCaffrey. We've seen it year in and year out. These top-tier running backs fall to the wayside, you know, and not being able to to get back on the right track. And hopefully Derrick is, you know – is 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 secured enough to be able to do so because it's i mean I, I i like seeing those running backs do that that's, you know well, i mean i like seeing uh, that style of the league well the just as we became
1: such a pass oriented league to see these running backs do these things it's pretty impressive but I mean, the sad part about Derrick henry and we'll move on to be such a big man and you break a little bone in your
2: foot <laughs> yeah i feel like it's like, silly, it's like
1: it's like a killing deal it's a you know it's like the fifth metatarsal or something it's like the pinky oh toe or something, and yet that brings down a 6'4", 245 and forty-five pound, you know, beast of a human being. So um, and, and let me move on one more thing. Say what you want about the Titans in the last two games, and maybe he did it in, against Kansas City, I don't know. But in the last two games, he didn't rush for more than 75 yards either game. And we, still, and we still won. So
2: his, and, his effect on the games is that massive though. Well, and that and, and is defenses are I mean,
0: I'm sure they were talking to Von Miller before this happened with Derek. They were having I'm, – I'm sure they were having those discussions. No,
1: if you look at the two games where he didn't do anything, those two games, who went off? Ryan Tannehill. A.J. AJ Brown has had 300 yards in two games. That's insane. Um, and like you said, Chauncey's the game plan for him, that opens up that.
0: So now you don't have to game plan for that. Um, well, speaking and- of rushway, rushing and seguing, I got to say most touches – for the Matt rule era, the most rushing attempts for the Matt rule era. And I liked the way they had the running back by committee for the Panthers versus the Falcons game. I liked the way we added and utilized. Look at, I liked the addition of Amir, Adu, uh, Amir Abdullah. I thought that he provided some needed, like, you know, just, he, he reminds me of like a Fozzie Whitaker or a cap. He's got that elusiveness. He's got that, you know, speed off the break. And then Royce Freeman, there's a couple third and shorts. He just powered his way through. I re- I didn't realize how big he was as a running back, but I thought that even when McCaffrey comes back, we need to utilize the running backs in the same way, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You had let Shonty go. You had 203 yards rushing. I mean, you I mean, you know, l- listen, you can win games when you rush the football in in this day and age. You don't have to be a Derrick Henry, you don't have to be a CMC. I mean, look at what Bill Belichick's done with Sh- Sony Michelle and James, all those, I mean, name me a, a running
2: back from them that's been like a big name guy, but they go out and have these games. So go <laughs> ahead, Chantese. for 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 rushing rushing the tab, man, definitely proud of Chuba Hubbard. Man. He's he's starting, he's really coming into his own, being able to take 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 care of the law. 24 carries, 82 yards yesterday. Yards per carry just not necessarily the greatest. And even for the rest of our running backs, that wasn't necessarily the biggest yards per carry type of average. We were averaging, I think, amongst all running backs, we were averaging like, a one like three point eight yards amongst running backs. What the biggest part of what of what happened yesterday, though, and give credit to and give, give credit to him, Sam Darnold, eight carries, sixty six yards yesterday. That played a huge part, in you being able to engineer that last drive, and they, they end up putting they end up putting you in the end zone before Sam Darnold went out. Those types of yards, man, that's where you. You got to find different ways to get to get the offense to get the offense moving, man. And Sam Darnold has shown his his ability to get outside the pocket and make things happen. Obviously, he probably he probably won't be available this week. But Amir Abdullah, yeah, I about to say uh, Amir Abdullah, that explosiveness he 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 brings. I mean, the, the love, the speed and quickness he, he brings. It, it reminds me much more of of McCaffrey than what Chuba is. Chuba is to me is starting. I mean, I know we he, he was thought to be a guy that could do the similar things to McCaffrey, but He's much more of a traditional, just hand it off type of running back. Not 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 a great set of hands. Does I mean does kind of struggle keep uh, with contact balance. He, he he slips and falls a lot for a guy that that's that athletic. But um does seem to run in between the tackles well well enough. Roy Freeman being like six foot two thirty. He's I didn't realize how big he was either. I do remember him playing at Oregon, but he I didn't see him in those pads like that. Yeah, but he's a he's a lot, he's a much bigger low. Six carries yesterday for twenty five yards. I mean that, those are the type of grind them out type of yards you, you, you we got we're gonna have to have. And again, if they if we can get bigger performances out of those three guys. Those three guys are gonna be the key for this offense moving forward. Don't know when McCaffrey's gonna be back. We haven't heard anything about him yet coming yeah, in this week. So that's been gonna, interesting. We
0: haven't like heard any sort of talking Jeff I was wondering in both Sam and McCaffrey I know you've been listening a lot more about Derek today but have you heard anything on the wires about Sam and about McCaffrey and local media there?
1: They think that um th- they're beginning to think that CMC um it could be actually a little bit longer.
0: That's um, good. and yeah. we're talking
1: we're talking two to three weeks and and it may not be and this is what's interesting. It may not be the Panthers as much as it is him. I mean um honestly and- and 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 here's and here Sam is Sam's probably not going to play. I figured as much. Uh, but let me go back to Sam for just a second. That run though that he got hit while he nice. got obliterated, <laughs> that is the type yeah. of run though that that gets respective teammates.
0: No, it does.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it it may have cost him you know the, the next game or whatever. But that's the type of thing where people go okay. This this man wants to give his all for the team we you see it,
0: We've seen it with Tannehill. We've seen it with Taylor Heineke. We've seen yep. it with guys like that that are putting their bodies out on the line, going, look, at I know I might not be able, I might not be the best passer, I might not well, be the best rusher, I might not be the, but I'm going to do what I have to do to pick up those yards.
1: Well, and here here's here's two things from CMC from what I've heard. Um, and this is completely off the cuff. Um, one would be there was a report out there that CMC is not gonna play the next two or three weeks, and it's more him than anybody else. Um, because he wants to get healthy. The other aspect of it was he isn't trained material until he gets healthy. And, yeah. and basically the, maybe the Panthers are going, listen, we're not going to get anybody if he's still on IR or whatever, but if we get him healthy, then maybe we can move him. Um, and I think it's interesting that it was brought out today. Um, and a little bit last night when I was listening to the post game a little bit, um, you know, we had, we, earlier this week, the Panthers were out of the Deshaun Watson deal, right? We all heard it. It was not going to happen, blah, blah. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you hear, well, they'll they'll give up CMC and two first-round draft picks for Deshaun. I'm curious how that plays out with a player. Um, Either you want me or you don't. And if you want to trade me, then let me get healthy. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little interesting how healthy is he and what's the mentality
2: of how he feels – with the team right now? Well, you know, supposedly uh, I think rule and I can't remember who else. It was maybe Matt rule and David Tepper supposedly went to McCaffrey and told him that, you know, he wasn't in trade talks. But, but, but I mean, how many times have you heard that storyline before from, from different coaches in the league and they're very much in trade talks with your name involved in it. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, his thing, I mean, that, that pack we would, we would offer to Houston isn't good enough to get to Sean Watson just to, to be a running back and two first round picks isn't worth a franchise quarterback, no matter what, no, no matter what round that running back is in, no matter who it is. It's not, that just, that just wouldn't work. So, I mean, I, I think personally the Panthers should probably give up on the, the entire, the entire ordeal of trying to check for Deshaun Watson. If you're not willing to give up young defensive pieces, like a Brian Burns, like a Derek Brown, you're, then you're not in, Really, you're not really serious about getting Deshaun Watson, so you probably should just leave it Leave it be at this point.
1: Yeah, I just I... he's he is. It, it was put out today, though, and I gotta just read it. was put out, though, that um, it was reported by a local guy. He is set to return to practice on Wednesday, but he also yeah. practiced weeks ago, didn't he?
2: He, he, he did. did yeah. it
0: wasn't that much, but he yeah, did yeah. practice a few weeks ago. As far as the strong goes, we've been talking about it, and I've had people ask me about it. <sighs> I really don't know because the way Fitterer is, like I don't know if Fitterer, we've already given up a good amount of draft picks and I don't know if Fitterer wants to give up those draft picks in that way. I, I just think, especially with, I mean, there's the guy, what? There's the guy from Wake Forest. There's a couple other, there's the guy from Liberty. This draft class though is just.
2: This draft It's class, not the year to want a quarterback. No, it's not the year to want a quarterback. It's not the year to want a quarterback. It's, it's,
0: so I think it's up to Tepper and, to rule, and Rule to figure out, and it's the same thing we've been like figure out what you where you want to be as a team. Are we rebuilding? Like the defensive roster we have is not a rebuilding roster. The defensive roster we have is it, it, it can be. I mean, we saw it against. I mean, it's the Falcons, and it didn't. It definitely didn't do everything it needed to be. It needed to do. But I mean, look at Gilmore that's came right, out. He had a pick. He had a good game. He locked up Kyle Pitts. I Absolutely. thought it was an interesting move to put him on Pitts because that's a that's a. Tough sell to make for a guy like Gilmore, but he shut him down. I don't even think he saw a, pa- a target. I think
2: he, second. I think, oh man, I think, I think, I mean, he had a long day. It was two kicks for 13 yards. Yeah, two That's, catches.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. crazy for Gilmore. I mean, he was one of the top most productive tight ends going around. And I think, other than that, I mean, we saw other guys perform too and, and do fairly well. You know, we saw AJ do what he's been doing. Shaq Thompson and,
2: came back with a vengeance this week,
0: and and thank God for Shaq. I mean, you could yeah. see the difference in the rushing defense. The Falcons had one of the worst rushing productions throughout the season, and that stayed like that for this game. They had some of the worst rushing outputs in the excuse me in the NFL, and I think that has been you know, I mean the it, this it was a win with the defense. I know the 13 points is eh, not great, but I mean, look at. It could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. And I think the defense definitely showed that it needs to do like it, it's doing what it needs to do. Offense is still a lot left to be desired. I mean, still what four drop catches. Dj the look the touchdown or the the, the could have been touchdown in the back of the end zone for DJ.
2: <laughs> I, I I thought I would have thought that was a touchdown, but per NFL rules, which is very vague about what's a catch and what's yeah. not a catch, even all these years later. I don't I don't know anymore. Like I I don't think it's down possession, but falls on the ground, the ball, but, but isn't the two feet in. And I I don't, you know, I don't know. know,
0: I just don't know if I had the mental capacity to be able to do, to to catch the ball make sure my feet are in, make sure I'm inbounds, make sure. I I don't think I can remember all of that in the split second of trying to catch a football.
1: And what I don't get is I know what you're talking about too, but like, you know, that whole idea of the, of the ball coming loose afterwards, if
2: you've got two feet in and you got possession, Plays over. That's 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 that, that's, that's it. Point. And, and, and yeah. especially how they call plays in the red zone, as far as like like, like what rushing plays, as soon as the ball crossed the plane. Exactly. Out, no so, well, you know, even I, when you put that out
1: or whatever, I don't know if you saw it too, like A.J. Brown had a catch on the sidelines where he had two feet in, he caught the ball, two feet, fell out of bounds, and when he fell out of bounds, the ball came loose because the ground caused it, right? Yeah. And they had a review, and I'm like, why are y'all reviewing it? It's a catch. You just don't know anymore. And, and it just is for running, like running plays if a if the ground can't cause a fumble
2: then yeah, how can, can, can the ground cause an right in, yeah in, in the and in the field of play i can under in in the field if, if you're not landing out of bounds you've landed in the field of play i can understand the ground causing an incomplete ca- right. causing an incompletion right but with but in the in but out of bounds end zone that is god i mean that bro the play is over at that point once he's falling out of bounds anyway and if
0: if Cam if quarterbacks can freaking dunk the ball into the end zone and they can go wherever after the fact, why does it? You know, I, it's just I don't know. So I'm not putting that against DJ. There were three other drop balls for Sam this week, and I mean I think the receivers. I mean,
2: uh, like I, the, the the one he, the, the the one with Robbie was uh that's one of those where you know you got to know as a quarterback like fam you got to do a better job of not getting do the guy lined up like you do you've done this twice this is the second receiver you've done this to now. Because Terrence Marshall's in concussion protocol right now. I know. You you, you you let him in the harm, you let him in the harm's way. And, and I think receivers don't forget that. I think, don't don't think that the receivers in that room are not thinking of, man, this guy going to get me killed if I keep going across the middle of his ass, man. <laughs> he's going
0: to keep sending this ball into no man's land I'm like a deer in headlights. And he's going to get, you're going to get rocked. Yeah. But I mean.
1: But what we learned, but, here, but here's something that we did learn yesterday. And it, and it gets back to, yes, the offense wasn't. Crisp, yes, you had what four field goals, yeah, um, yeah. And Which, stuff like that.
0: First off, though, Gonzalez, Gonzalez.
1: love what I'm seeing from Gonzalez. you, man.
0: 57 hey, yarder, 51 listen. yarder,
1: keep it going. Listen, I'm, I'm the, the kicker's now. Hey, Randy Bullock, who looks like just like your uncle, fat uncle at Thanksgiving or something. The guy for the Titans, but anyway, um, listen, the defense did their job. It with the Panthers, the rest of the season is the defense does their job. Offense, just. Get 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 the job done somewhat. You ain't got to be spectacular. You don't have to rock it out. Just do that and 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 listen. I after yesterday, I, I mean, you know the Jets beating Cincinnati. You know a Trevor Simeon led Saints beat up on you know Tom Brady. Which by the way, I didn't know this, but he's lost three of the last four to the Saints, which blows my mind. They've done um,
2: they. How he finessed the playoff game, I will never know. But he they they have they've had his number though. Since his I mean, season. I was blown away by that stat. Three out of the last
1: four, and he hasn't he's and you know it's like those we're, were
0: blowouts in the regular season last year. I remember.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but with that being said, you know, you're right. The defense is not built for rebuilding. And I don't, you know, the whole Deshaun Watson thing, I'm running, I'm just staying as far away from that as possible. Um, <sighs> listen. Sam Darnold, say what you want about him and stuff like that, but here's the best thing I ever saw on on uh, social media this week. Do you really want to trade a guy who could be in jail for 20 years for a running back who might be on IR for 20 years? (laughs) Um, It it was pretty funny, but the just is, listen, stick with Sam Darnold or PJ or whatever. And I mean, you know, that but the the the, you, you. if all of a sudden you just don't know, and, and you just got to stay away from it, you're in the hunt. You listen, you're four and four. I mean, everything's in the, still in front of you in the NFC. In the NFC, that is you're, you know they put you in the hunt, um, you know thing. So it, it's 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 figure it out, coach football, and 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 like you said, I like what they did yesterday with the running attack. Um, and, and you got to keep you know for Sam Darnold to be for Sam Darnold to work, you got to have a running attack. Mm-hmm. And it may be like Ryan Tannehill. For Ryan Tannehill to work, you've got to have some running attack. Um, and if not, you know um, what people are
2: forgetting is it's a passing league. If you have a running attack, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it. Look, it, the thing the thing about Sam and I, I mean, like I said, say obviously I wasn't I wasn't overly impressed with the offense yesterday. I was impressed with what they did in the ground game. The offensive line deserves a lot of credit for what they did. Adding Michael Jordan to the lineup has seemed to, to to spark that spark the left side of that line just a little bit. Cam Irving didn't do anything too disastrous yesterday. He had one play in particular that could have gotten Sam killed, but you know, we, 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 we'll, we'll leave that be. Um, but again, Trent Scott and Michael Jordan, those two guys that played a big part. My uh apparatus uh, had a great game yesterday. He was physical for, at, 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 at the point of attack. The off of the line seemed just more physical yesterday. They not the most physical yesterday than they've been all year. And I, and I was proud to say that that off of the line did come through yesterday. The defensive line for us as well. We want, we want, we, we we, we won the battle in the trenches that we were supposed to win. um. But it's just, I, the running style wasn't, wasn't, isn't sustainable because you got to think about it. Like the 66 yards you got from Sam Darnold. where are you going to supplement those in the upcoming weeks? Cause Sam isn't built for this type of game. You know, it, this is not like, you know, when you had, obviously we know who we had before when you had that guy, those yards were accounted for every week. You know you have about 50, 60 yards every week that you could account for from him to add onto your rushing total. Like, Can you continuously rush the ball 47 times and win football games? And can your offense survive with a quarterback that you don't trust to really you know, push the ball vertically or really operate your offense from from within the pocket?
0: And that's what is I, a concern we're going to get to for a second. Because I will say, though, I mean, we talked about it last week, and I do think if, if we have seen it, If we haven't seen it yet and we haven't seen it completely, I mean, I think this may or may not have been at least the most completely coached game for the Panthers. I mean, it's seen, you know, uh, like props to Brady. Chuba fumbles the ball. Next drive, you go right back to him. You don't, you know, you don't lose your heads because Chuba fumbled on the very first play of the game. And you can and you continue continuously and consistently stayed with the run in order to facilitate that because you realize you have to work your way back up to that stuff and you just have to keep things going on that train. So I think that, you know, at least if we can call it that, that that he, that as a staff, they they coached a complete game. I mean, I know the score doesn't really show that. And there was definitely still a lot of things that were missed and there's definitely a lot to still work on. But as far as I've seen right now, that is something that I've enjoyed from him or that I've enjoyed from this coaching staff, at least last week. Now looking forward, uh-huh.
1: Did he freeze up? I think so.
0: Great. Yeah, there? Okay. Yeah. yeah. there. My connection isn't the best. <laughs> um, Going forward, the Patriots, I, I don't know what we're going to do with this one. I don't know what to think about this game. I really don't. And then especially with, I mean, I'm assuming we're, we're thinking it's going to be P.J. back there. I, I wouldn't put it past, you know, Fitterer to make some – You know, insane, unthought of pickup. I really wouldn't put it past him, but I don't really know who that would be at this point, other than.
2: But then it it said the 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 third option is James Morgan.
0: Yeah, I don't even know who that is. I I, I have no idea
1: who that. Is that James
2: Winston with the mustache?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go get uh get go get Uncle Rico from a Napoleon Dynamite. Anyway, um, if you guys want to see that. Anyway, um, you know, listen. The Patriots are a scary football team right now. I, and listen, I've, I've listened to things all day long today. Um, I, I don't know about the offense of that team. The defense is back to like 2019. That defense is kind of stout. And here's what scares me more than anything, whether it's Sam or PJ, especially if it's PJ. Look at what Bill Belichick did yesterday in terms of, um, you know, beating out, you know, Justin Herbert. He made him look you know, minuscule. I mean, do you know what I'm getting at? I mean, he just like, so when it comes to defense and defensive schemes against rookies or young quarterbacks, listen, you, you, I mean, I, I don't, I don't yes, know. That's a tough out.
2: That's a tough people, out. I thought the same people, thing.
1: People say what they want about Mac Jones and stuff right now. And I get it. Listen, he's throwing five yard outs and stuff like that. Um, he's not causing him any damage or whatever, but I mean, yeah. you could have two, you know, two stout defenses out there and it's going to be the team to me that doesn't make, that doesn't make mistakes. And I'm a little more confident in New England, not making mistakes. Yeah. Um, And and when you're talking about really one of the best coaching, you know, the head coach of, of all time, maybe against, you know, Matt Rule, Joe Brady and Phil Snow. So I'd, I'd love to see an AFC team lose. Um, I just would, but, um, I just, I,
2: I, I yeah, don't know. I, Go yeah, ahead. I, thought the, I thought the same thing coming into this game, whether it was, like, like you said, whether it was Sam or PJ, uh, what Bill Belcher does to young quarterbacks, and I mean, a guy like Sam, which he knows very well because they were in the same division for years. So, I, you know, I, I, I wasn't confident in seeing Sam going into that game either. I'm, I, I mean, PJ has just not looked good in any action since the first preseason game.
0: So he hasn't,
2: he he hasn't played good football in quite some time. So I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned about him. The the only positive with PJ playing is that there isn't a lot of tape out on him. So that's the one positive, I guess, but you know, and like you said, I trust, I definitely trust Matt Jones more to take care of the football and take care of his team than I do any of our quarterbacks. And I mean, and and it's going to boil down to, I think our defense will have a field. They'll get, they'll get, they'll get get after him. They'll do, and, and, and you know, and knowing the Patriots, and how they operate, they, they, how they operate their offense. They'll do some, they'll do some quick passes and things to try to knock us off. But from matchup wise, they don't have a position on their offense that I, that I fear defensively with our group. Just, and who would have? And, and the interesting part will be,
1: um, I know. And here's, and here could be the rub. Here, here could be the, the 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 kicker on this is the fact that you've got now somebody who played for the Patriots defense. So. You've got a guy in your secondary that played for the defense of Bill Belichick. Can he bring anything to the table to the offensive side, saying, guys, here's what they're going to do. Here's some things we need to look out for. I mean, you're talking about a veteran who's been around there forever. I mean, how much is Bill Belichick going to change what he does? Or does Gilmore come in and go, guys, on the offense, on the defensive side
2: of the ball, when we're on offense, here's what Bill's going to do. And, and yeah. I'm wondering how, how that might come into play. I, so, I, I, would, I would hope a whole lot because considering that, you know, he would have seen the game plans for Sam Darnold when he was yep. in New England, yep. what would be the thing that they, that, 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 that they would gear towards Sam or towards the PJs that, because they're both kind of similar as far as they don't take care of the football very well. So, you know.
0: Right. So I think to that sense, though, it would behoove you to add someone on the offensive side who know how knows how Bill Belichick works, especially when the quarterback position is one that is lacking this week. So... Call Cam Newton, please. He's available. <laughs> he's healthy. He can play. Look <laughs> at the revenge game that that could be for him. Not only oh, a revenge game. the The television value of that game would be out of this world. You have to put it on prime time immediately. <laughs> Think about it, because not only is it a revenge game for him against the Patriots, it's a revenge game against the Panthers too for him to show the Panthers, hey, this is what you did to me, so I'm gonna come and
2: perform for you, and then, you know, I, I hate it so much because it honestly. It makes a lot of sense. Like you know, you know, a couple weeks ago, it was being everybody kind of tried to try to throw that out, and it was just really just Twitter conjecture. We just know what, what, yeah. what Twitter does. But now, it's really a great move. It would it would really be a sensible move to make to, to make now. If you care about winning football games, that's the move you would make. Exactly. But considering the guys we have at the front and the egomaniac that is David Tepper. And the and, and the Joel Osteen style preaches of Matt Rule. They not letting this one go. They're gonna have no. to they, they gonna ride with it, they, they gonna ride with it going this way for you know to, to the end of the maybe
0: Fitterer can be the hand of the reason. Look, he's brought in Amir Abdul within a matter of weeks, and that's helped us tremendously. He brought in Stefan Gilmore and a you know a brevy of defensive backs when they were just absolutely gung ho on never you know picking up defensive backs. He he's done those things, he's made those pickups, so maybe he can smack some sense of him going, look at this is the best available free agent quarterback that you have? What's the worst it gonna do to have him back there? What's the worst it could possibly do? Then maybe if Sam don't work out, boom, maybe Cam comes back in. I don't know. Maybe you were dumb to do it in the first place. Look, look what's wrong with the Seahawks. I mean, somehow Tyler Lockett actually was able to, to perform, and the Seahawks were actually able to perform. But it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Sam, might, you know, he could be back, and then it could be nothing. But l- listen, yeah, uh, yeah. listen.
1: You bring Cam Newton through the door. (laughs) Sam Darnold's done. Is cooked. He he would never. He would. I mean, mentally, it would just be done. Um, Listen, I I'm the bad guy here. You know, I wouldn't touch it with a ten foot pole. I would let it go. I, I I think here's the gist. When Russell Wilson went out, and you didn't call. I mean, you're Pete Carroll. You don't call Cam Newton. You're gonna you're gonna roll with Geno Smith. Well, why? no,
2: well, no, well, no, no, no. I, I will. They did call.
1: The call I was made.
2: No, no they, no, made they called. They, they made, made the, the call. Yeah, and, and and according to Cam on his YouTube channel, he's gotten offers. He didn't take them, which I can understand why this juncture of the season, why you don't take any offer because whatever he nice. puts out on the field now is going to be used against him if it's not of a certain level, you know. So, at so this does point Orleans, the now,
1: does, he go, does he go to New Orleans? Absolutely not.
2: I, I, I say no because, I mean, Jameis is done for the year. The Saints can't survive with Trevor Simeone quarterback. They can't survive with any of – they can't survive with Taysom Hill quarterback either. Now, I think if it gets bad in New Orleans, they may with they may with kick the tires on it if it's bad enough, but it's just too late. It's, it's just really just too late. You're eight weeks into the year. I just can't imagine you could bring a guy along quick enough to get him and get him in, in, in tune to, to, to run your playbook, you know?
1: I guess my prediction is – I, if Cam's not on a team by the end of this year, I don't think he ever steps foot on the field again.
2: Yeah, it'd be it, it, it pretty tough. I mean, he—I will say his chances are better. Honestly, his chances are actually better just not playing this year and just going the next year and trying to to go happens. from the start of free agency yeah, and just see what happens. Because I mean, we all know we look at what happened with him in New England last year, and we all understand the the context of which of what happened. But people seem to not apply that when it, when when we when we discuss it so it's like don't go into any situation that's not going to be at least in your somewhat in your favor at this point and the seattle situation is one that is they're already behind the a ball they're gonna they're pretty much out of the playoff race in my in my book that i don't i can't see them getting back into the playoff picture you know in, in, in a truly competitive way any any of the other teams around like maybe the cult i thought the Colts should have made, made a call but i mean carson once is healthy in playing bad football but playing football number But you know
1: New Orleans New Orleans would be I mean to me New Orleans he exactly. goes in
2: there they sign
1: him he takes him on a run gets him to the playoffs Jameis Winston's looking for a job next year
2: honestly because I mean, you know Jameis – you know you know Cam New, I, even at this point Cam Newton's better than Jameis Winston in my in my book Oh yeah no like and, and I can see Sean Payton uh, because this is a guy he played against for a decade knows his style could probably but could, could could probably do some things to help that offense work with Cam. It's just that the the one out, the unfortunate situation with Cam is that you do understand that your offense won't run in the conventional sense if he's right. on the center. Right. No and right. that's the thing like like can you can you deconstruct your offense and reconstruct it all within a four to five or all within a, a two month span to try to make it work. They go on the playoff run. I just it's just hard. It's hard to do it. This no, game. I agree
1: I agree. But you know, as for back for this coming game this weekend, you know, it's just you know, you just got the win. You got a little bit of momentum. But whether Sam plays or not, like I said, I, I just the, – the Patriots right now and, – and they're a team that, listen, in the AFC right now, I mean – They're in the hunt. If they get their foot in the door, who knows?
2: I mean, I hate to think it, but, like, I mean, I, I don't know what to yeah. think anymore. I mean, and, and I'll say this, Matt Jones, I've I've, I've kept up with the, with the stat line, I mean – Besides, you know, I think last week he had a pretty good game. This, this, this past week, he played off. I mean, he didn't play. No, you know, they he said didn't play, he did, didn't play.
1: It was, was his worst statistical game. From what I yeah, got, they get the win.
2: I mean, it looks very much like they look like last year it was a lot of defense. Please save us and offense just like just do enough, you yep. know. And and I mean, and, and that's what it was, I mean. Their defense scored a touchdown for them yesterday. They they don't have that touchdown, then you lose that game.
1: Right. Yeah, they did. So, have. A I pick. mean. Yeah.
2: So I mean it, it, it's a it's a it's gonna be a battle of just mediocre offense. I, I hate this is the game I chose to go to. I was very much sold on the fact that I may be getting the revenge game and and the and the and and the, and, the, and the dramatic value of that was just too much to pass up and obviously I failed on well now you get now you get Gil-
1: you do get Gilmore now.
2: So let's let's be real. We get I got I got I got Gilmore and I, I mean I, but that's just not enough. I know <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially after the Panthers Patriots games of years past and how much those have lined up. Been classics, and I'm I'm interested to see because you know, see, Cam Newton Newton never lost to Belichick, Cam Newton never lost to Belichick, and the Panthers haven't lost to Bill Belichick in
2: In quite quite some time.
0: So, I I mean, I'm interested to see if we still have his number. I don't think that anyone that we are going to put up there is going to have his number, but you're right.
2: I mean, the the deep, you know, the last loss, you know, the last loss to Bill Belichick was Super Bowl 38. It was, yeah, sheesh,
0: and I mean, that's quite a hell of a loss,
2: but (laughs) yeah.
0: But I mean, just looking at the season right now, looking you know at the pseudo midway point, I guess next week is technically the the midway midweek point. I don't really know anymore. But you look at the standings and you talk about you know where we stand and where the NFL stands, and it's a really just a really weird like just slate right now. I went reading it, so I mean, you go with the six, AFC. Six,
1: there are only six teams in the NFC that have
0: a winning record. So you go to the AFC to start your top four seeds. Titans in first, you got the Raiders, then the Ravens, then the Bills sitting at fourth. Then you go farther into the wild cards and it's Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. You got four teams from, or excuse me, three teams from the North in it. And then the Chargers rounding it out. The Patriots are sitting at that eighth spot. We like to talk about in the hunt four and four. And it's weird because then you look at the NFC, like Jeff said, your top four are green Bay, Arizona, Dallas, and Tampa Bay. Those four all have winning records. Then the Rams at number five at seven and one. (laughs) Then you have the saints at number six at five and two. And then the Panthers at number seven at four and four sitting in there. like Jeff said, only the sixth, you know, we're not, we're right out there. The seventh, the, the, the highest team with an out of winning record. So it's going to be really weird. This game has a lot of implications, both two teams, both at 500 middle of the season. One has a playoff spot at the moment fighting to keep it. The other one in the hunt, trying to get into it. And the way the Patriots have been playing these last few weeks, I just – the de- this is the true test for your defense, I think. The problem being is that if your defense lets up more than 10 points, this game is probably not going our way. Yeah. You're yeah. going
2: to have to – this is going to be a Joe Brady moment. Like, fam, can you please at some point show us what you were supposed to be from LSU. Can you please do something, get some type of creativity going here and make something happen with this offense, man. Cause we need at least, I'd say 17 to win.
0: At least, at please. least, at least. And my concern is with Brady and this was something that was brought up on Twitter and it could just be conjecture, but the more I think about it, the more I'm, I'm not certain, you know, um, Ed Orgeron is out at LSU after the end of the season. Do we see Brady go back to the place that gave him his pushing off point? I mean, I know we've heard all this talk about him being a head coach in the NFL and two, I, I still cannot figure out why people are still on this motif of him being able to coach an NFL team. Cause he can't even coach an NFL offense, let alone an NFL team. So do we think, and especially with all the talk we hear about Matt rule, you know, potentially maybe wanting to go back into college football as a head coach. Do we think we see
2: a regression of our coaches Depending on how the season goes, I, I honestly wouldn't be upset if Joe Brady left. I mean, he he be leaving. Carol- he was going to leave Carolina anyway. We we knew he was on the, on the clock in Carolina as far as whether he would get an NFL job or any any other job in the league. So I so I mean, him am going back. To college wouldn't upset me. any. I mean, yeah. I I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing it. I I think that uh,
1: if depending on how it goes, I think that like if Matt rules on the hot seat and Matt Rule goes. I got a feeling that Snow and Brady are going to go with him. Oh, um, yes. yeah. At least Brady. Or at least Brady. Now, listen, Phil, Phil Snow's, you know, he, hes the defense is performing. Let's be real. I mean, they're, they're doing a job, so I can see that. But to me, you know, if, if Mount Rule goes, does his whole coaching staff go? Probably. I mean, yeah. you know, you're, you're talking about very little, um, you know, very NFL, very little NFL experience. And, and you know, you got it. you just – I mean – you know, even the, the media here in, in Charlotte, you know, and we, we've even mentioned it, it the, the Matt rule experiment, experiment, you know, it's going to come to an end if, if you don't get you. you know, I mean, it uh, the next nine games for Matt rule and Joe Brady and Phil snow, uh, the next nine games are, uh, you know, to me, that's the resume. You're, you're either going to, you know, what are you going to do and, and, you know, go back to college or whatever. But I, I, you you can't do what the owner's done building all this stuff, and you know do what you just can't do it and not have a winning product on
2: the field. And um, you know, uh, and 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 questions are: I mean, does Fritter really want to work with Matt Rule? This isn't the, this isn't the coach he hired. Like like like, do we know that Fritter really wants to work with work with Matt Rule? And I, and, I, and and that's why I thought it was so weird that we did we didn't fire Herney when when I thought we should have. Because I mean, well, well, we knew Honey was out the door anyway. We knew we, we all knew Honey wasn't gonna be the wasn't gonna be here much longer. And you went with him, and now you have Fritter here. I mean, who's to say that Fritter even wants to keep Matt Rule as the coach? And who's to say that he wants to draft a quarterback with this guy as the as the head coach that clearly doesn't want to develop any young quarterback right now?
1: Jack, if you want to clip, this, this would be cool. Uh, Matt Rule reminds me of Charlie Brown. Just this average, just it's just something about him. I can't, I, I don't know. It's like people like you know, I, Charlie Brown doesn't have an identity, if that makes sense. It's just this kind of like shit that's there. That, He's taking up space. Does that like Scott Fitter or Linus. It, well, there we go. I don't know, but you know what? it. it's just it's there's just nothing there. And like when he talks, it's like, why are you no even in mouth? Nobody around you is listening. He probably went trick or treating last night and got rocks. Um, I mean, it's just you know what I mean. It's just there's just
0: I, I I I listen to him talk and I'm like, I zone him out after like a minute. Everything is, he, sa- he says sounds like it's coming from one of those bots that like predicts texts. You know,
1: it's just it's it's bizarre and so it, it's just. I mean, I, I at least Bill Belichick has some personality and funny to it. It's like I just. I, yeah, I mean I to me, you either make the playoffs um or I think Matt Rule and Joe Brady are looking for a job. Phil Snow.
2: Oh, I, I don't you know I mean, Phil But I think Phil's gonna stick with Matt Rule. I mean I think I think not, he's following Rule through these last couple stops. So. I, I agree. I I yeah. see that.
0: I just yeah. I don't know about the, the the playoffs or bust because I think it's I the, guess I, I I just I think it was tough and i think we did have a lot of you know i think the pretty season and and practices and and the additions we had made did give everyone a lot of you know a hope for this organization but even when we were talking about it when we back, i mean we listen back i know we thought that there was this ability to you know after the draft there was we thought okay look at we have the ability to win drew Brees is out like we have the ability to try to win this division and i think that probably was a bit you know a bit uh, premature But, I mean, just the way that the slate that the last few weeks have gone, you lose McCaffrey again, you lose, you know, you lose JC. You know, these guys fall the way they've fallen. If we can make the playoffs, that is in itself an achievement. And I think it doesn't – now, it doesn't in any way cement Rule's job. I don't think that's the case at all. It definitely saves him and buys him some time. There are still major holes in this organization that need to be filled by the time 2022 rolls around, if you don't make the playoffs, if you don't make the playoffs, I uh, I, I think it either depends on the record or it depends on the circumstances that, that kept you out of the playoffs. Yeah. If other teams, if, you know, if, if the Rams keep going the way they're going, if the Saints, because if the Saints start to fall and then you fall too, and then you're knocked out of the playoffs, that's a different story. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, we look at right now above us, it's the Rams and it's the Saints. And then anywhere around us, it's you know. Oh, uh, here we get it again. Go away. Go, uh, uh, anywhere around us, it is Minnesota, San Francisco, Atlanta. If those teams find a way to get ahead of you and get to the playoffs, that's a different story. But I mean, if if you were to fall out of it, then I, uh, like I said, I think it depends on the circumstances. I'm not necessarily writing his death, letter, you know, his, his his. I'm not writing his you know notice of termination quite yet. I think it's definitely okay. Next, like you have this off season to get shit turned around. And if the first four weeks don't go the way we want it to go, then boom, you're out. And I think it sucks because firing a, a coach in the middle of a season is not great. But I think, I mean, at that point, like, you know, this is, I mean, two years for a head coach, I don't think is entirely enough time, especially no, in the transitional absolutely. period of in that two years, you lost your number one player, your number, then your your then number one player has been. Excuse me, you lost your number one, number two, and number three player all in the off season of your you know getting this job. You lost Keek Lee, Cam, and Greg Olson all in that time frame. Then you come in and your now number one player has not played a full season in your tenure here, and your defense is in a complete you know overhaul, as is your you know most of your offense. I, I just think two years is, is too short. I, I, I know we, we want to be critical. It's easy to be critical. But you look at it in well, business stance, I just don't think two years is ever good. Unless you're the Browns, well, I don't think two years is ever enough time.
1: If you get see, – let's see. Let's just say miraculously CMC comes back this week and plays against Patriots. You have CMC the rest of the year. Okay. And you still want to make playoffs? Well, 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 no. Let, let's forget about that. You have nine games left, correct? Yeah. Um. You would need five out of that nine to at least have a winning record. And nine and eight might might get you in the playoffs. It probably would. But yeah, right, now, probably it. Four, right now, four you and four is getting in the playoffs. Listen, Can you beat the Patriots? We'll see. Can you beat Washington? You should be able to. That's going to be a, a huge game for rule. Should, should you be able to beat the Dolphins? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Should you be able to beat the Falcons again?
2: One yes. would hope, but, you know, things happen.
1: At, you know, at the Saints, it just depends on where they're at. It, it just depends on where they're at as a team. Well, there's enough games here to be the game. right. What? So what I'm saying is, is if you if you you know, let's say you get to nine and eight and miss the playoffs, Matt Rule, you got a job yeah. next year. Yeah, you, and- you, you you can't you cannot do it that way. Um, you know, but you've got, and I think it it, it depends on if you could see them see back this week. How do you progress over the next nine weeks? Mm-hmm. You know. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassing. Don't be stupid stuff. But if you can win some ball games, be in the hunt the last two weeks when you got at the Saints and at the Buccaneers. um, You know, but what I'm getting, you know, I'm getting at. So at least if CMC comes back and he's healthy the next nine weeks, give us some direction of where this team's going. Show me some identity for what you're going to do the rest of this year and all the next season.
2: Yeah, I think. There you go. Uh, I mean, when it, when it, I mean, Ru's gonna have a job. I, I, I know, I know, people want Rule gone, but he's he's gonna have a job because you're not because they they laid this out as a long term.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so he's,
2: so he's not going after year two. He's not going anywhere. Anything below seven to me is a disappointment. Below anything below seven wins, I gave you a a, a floor of seven wins. You got to get to seven because if you get to six, you didn't really improve anything because we added another we added an extra game, so nothing changed. You gotta get the seven wins, so I think he should be able. There, there are, there are three games on here he can win to get to get to that seven seven win marker that I think will save his job for another year. <laughs> look. No, then you're still gone. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, look, I just don't see anything that I mean, not nine and eight would playoffs. Is, I, I just don't see his team making it, making making it, it a playoff push. I mean, they, I, they, they they're just too much in their own way. Can the progression work go week to week? You lost four straight games. I didn't forget those. What happened in those four straight games? You lost to Philly in New York. There's a lot more issues here than just than just eking out a win. A, you know, eking out a victory against Atlanta that doesn't solve everything. I mean, you, no. If you beat the Patriots, cool. Then maybe we can start to change the tune some. But you lost the games, you lost, and how you lost them are very more telling than the games you've won thus far. And I, I'm Absolutely. a little bit more concerned with how how you lost those games. You know? Well, and,
1: and you know, and, and, let, and let me just stop you there because you know you mentioned who they lost to. I agree with what you said. It's not who you lost to. It's how you lost to them. Yeah. And, and what I mean by that is we can sit there and laugh at the Jets as much as we want. Okay? We can sit there and say the Jets are horrible. But you yeah, beat ben Tennessee. Beat. Right. You beat Tennessee and you beat Cincinnati. Okay? I mean, you and, and so, the, you know, you, the New Orleans Saints, you beat – so in the NFL, it is this. Like you said, John T's, it, The margin of error is here in the NFL. Um, but, you know, how you lose can be this, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, and it's I go back to Tennessee. Listen, everything's still in front of you. How are you going to go out and play now? You're not a bad football team. You're you're NFL players. You're going to man up. You're going to go out there and you're going to play football. And you're going to play with a chip on your shoulder and you can get the job done. And if you don't, it's how you lose. You just it, it's that realm of and that's where the head coaching comes in. So you know you could be in every game this from here on out for the next nine weeks and lose by this or that. It's how they lose and how they're prepared. That comes back to whether or not, to me, Matt Rule sticks around or not. But I agree with you, too. I mean, Tepper mentioned from the get-go, this is a long-term deal. Um, And Panther fans just got to be patient. But in the NFL, fans don't want to be patient. (laughs) Well,
0: so this is. uh, we'll leave it with this, and here's how I'll end it. I'll speak to both points. Shantese, I think as far as the playoffs go, I mean, like I said, I read it earlier, I mean, the the top five spots are solidified. That's that's staying the way it's staying. There's no change in that. The Rams are going to keep that spot, and those division leaders – are either going to stay in those spots or they're going to some, I mean, I see there's no way looking at the gaps for the other divisions. The only one that could maybe change is the Rams and the Cardinals, but either way, they're just flip-flopping. Neither of those are falling out and no one in that division is climbing up to, I think now, because the only ones around that I think are concerning at this point, we don't know what the Saints are going to do. Simeon Lord knows they could lose out the rest of the season. They could stay, you know, back and forth. That's the only playoff spot. I mean, though, the six and seven are very, very iffy.
2: Yeah, you I mean,
0: look behind I mean, Minnesota. I can never get a good read of Minnesota. I have no idea what Minnesota is ever going thank to think.
2: thank God, Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. I thank will, will. Because thank God, because
0: they would be, or else they would be put giving the Packers the run for their money. I really don't right. know. San Francisco, supposedly, Jimmy Garoppolo has been playing some of his best football in weeks past, but I, eh. that doesn't amount to squat for me. Um, especially since you know they apparently the Patriots were willing to trade a second round pick for him, which I thought would have been hilarious. I
2: yeah. just heard. I just I thought I heard that when, when the clip you were playing yeah. before.
0: I, I was. Yeah. Like this,
2: like this year, they were willing to do that.
0: This year, like this is like in a press conference that Kyle Shanahan was having with his team after this game. Don't know what happened there, but regardless, um, and then I mean the only way the, the Panthers Oilers- team, <laughs> Why? Regardless, the only because then it, right now Atlanta's at number ten. Or, or not right now. Atlanta, San Francisco, Minnesota, Philly, and Seattle are all kind of tied seven through twelve. Uh, Seattle could somehow still, for the love of God, find a way to hey, make the playoffs. Russell, listen, they always do. If, if they got,
2: get Wilson back in time, they probably. Yep. He's got Anywho, the pin out.
1: He got the pin out. It's it's. I mean, put the pin I,
2: back in like a grenade.
0: Just don't roll your eyes. You know that. I mean, he like it's. You put I him know. on the field. You put them down. So unless the the Seahawks make some, you know, insane Russell Wilson type move. I I mean, even with seven or eight wins, we could still be seeing the playoffs. So the playoffs that wins are, to get you there too. Yeah. No, what I'm saying, A-
1: Seattle's got Green Bay and Arizona at Green Bay and at Arizona in the next two weeks. <laughs> so,
0: but here's my thing because I we're losing the next two games. I just in my who mind, you? we're seeing who we got New England and Arizona.
2: New England, maybe if we are I, if we, I'm not as scared of Arizona as one one may would think. It's crazy enough. Well, now well, with JJ wiping out, of, especially with JJ Watt
0: maybe. being out the rest of the season, that definitely does put them down a peg. But I just don't think. I mean, I'd be. I mean, because because remember last year we beat Arizona. We were able to contain Kyler Murray and and, and get, but he Kyler Murray is not the same Kyler Murray. As, I mean, oh, he exactly. didn't have a great. He, he didn't have a great up game up. last
1: week, but he still listen. It boils down to your defense is going to keep you in ball games.
2: Yeah. I'm, just I'm okay you, I know you, that.
1: it's your whether your
0: offense can put up enough. So two, here is two, I two, think two, three, the two, defining, two. the defining game is going to be because we could easily be four and six next week. We could maybe be five and or excuse me two weeks time. We could maybe be five and five. It's that third game, Washington. You're playing Rivera. Very critical. It's an insanely critical. We already lost to Rivera once.
1: Is that here or there?
0: Oh no, we did. We beat Rivera. I'm here. sorry. We, we beat Rivera shot. last season, but that was the end of the year. We beat Rivera. It wasn't, you know, an insane game, but it'll just shows me. It'll show me how the coaching staff has progressed because you're going up against, you know, the coach we used to have and the way that he coaches his teams, and and then you're going to have us. And I just. If ruler lose that game, that for me, I'm looking. I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm losing a lot of faith in you if you lose that game.
2: Because because by God, if you lose the Taylor Haneke and what's left of that all of that Washington offense, There's no Curtis Samuel. There's only Terry McLaurin. I don't even know who the starting running back is. That defense hasn't looked nearly as close to the same unit as it looked this last year. No, Ron Rivera's probably on the way out. I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I hate to say it, Ron's getting exposed for the lack of coaching well, he has done. As um, They're a
1: crap show anyway. You, I, I, If I'm wrong I went out of that town.
0: And then if you lose to the, also the entirety, the entirety of the NFC East, because I still can't find the research on it. No one has the stat. I cannot tell you the last time a team has lost to an entire division, let alone that division being the NFC East. Well, so well East, I guess,
2: I guess the, I guess the, with the o8 lines, I guess.
0: Well, yeah, the eight lines would have lost to an to multiple divisions entirely. But, oh, and the Cleveland Browns couple years. Ago. But regardless, <laughs> if you a a a team, tell me the last time a team that has won a game in a season has lost to an entire division, and again, that division being the Cowboys, the you know, it's
2: different. But the yeah. NFC East. I'm telling you right now, the biggest some of the biggest games on your you gotta win those,
0: three
2: hey. matches against the Falcons and the Saints. Those you are really do. wins.
1: As we as we shoot the as we are doing this right now recording this, not that it's going to end up being that away or whatever, but you talk about the NFC East. Uh the Giants are giving the Chiefs all they can handle right now. Good lord. Patrick Holmes oh has already thrown an interception. Oh god. Really? Yeah, it's it's seven all. Jesus Christ. I so I'm just saying, and listen, I, I get it, Jack. Trust me, it's the NFC East. But that defense, listen, the Giants aren't playing bad ball right now. I'm going to be honest. They are not playing being ball, ball.
2: And they're doing it yeah, without Barkley right now. And with their weapons back, with Sterling Shepherd back, Kadarius Darius Toney back, they, just, do, they can make some noise. And, I know. I mean, and, and they had a tiebreaker.
1: I know. But the Washington, that's yeah, the, Washington, God, no. God.
2: Philly, no. I mean. The the Minnesota lost things so bad because that's a tiebreaker that you would need right. later on in the season. right? And you do know that Minnesota is good enough to go on a run and, and figure it out and get to that seven spot. They're, they're going to get, get doing to us. Yeah, absolutely. He's good enough to get, he's good enough to be average and that's what he is. 89 would be exactly what Kirk, Kirk Cousins could get to to get the knock out the playoff playoff. playoff. Yeah. I don't want to think about playoffs though. I honestly just want to just just <laughs> accept the fact that we're not going to get there and just watch the season unfold. But and and to be fair to Matt Rule, you can salvage everything that I've said about you this season if you figure out how to win a, a few of some a few of these games. Get, the like, left, yeah, I mean, get a few down the road. Yeah, get 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 a few like the the Dolphins Washington and the rematch against your your division opponents are all critical games that I'm looking at like I'm saying like hey you if you want to prove to me you've improved win those games. Yep. That's how you that's how how you show me.
0: Right now every game should be a playoff game.
2: Yeah. Essentially at this point.
0: Every game should be a playoff game. And until we get to that point, we have to keep watching, keep waiting, and keep pounding.